Do you ever feel pulled in opposite directions as a servant leader? Like you have to choose between helping people or growing the business. And that no matter which one you choose, either people are going to be upset or the business is going to suffer. And ultimately, you're the one in the middle left suffering. I know how that feels. I've been there. Today, let's dive into this servant leader dilemma, how we got here and what we can do about it. Welcome to the Leadwell Podcast, the show where we help you redefine your servant leadership to amplify your integrity, influence, and impact as a leader so that you can lead well. That's right. We're in a special season here on the Leadwell Podcast, one where we are focused all on servant leadership. And it's because in January, my book, Redefine Your Servant Leadership, is going to be published. And we're spending some time now sneak peeking into the book and introducing you to the ideas, the principles, and the practices that are going to be introduced there. And not only that, right now you can go to redefineyourservantleadership.com and you can get an excerpt of the book completely free. Check it out and start diving in. Now, back to the servant leader dilemma. And frankly, one of the reasons why I wrote the book, Redefine Your Servant Leadership, it's because of this idea of either or that we've gotten to the place in leadership and servant leadership in general, where so much of the time we see it as it's an either or that either we are helping people, either we are keeping people happy or we're growing the business or we're focusing on performance of the business. And now neither of those are true and we know it, but at the same time, we're still there. And how, how did we get there? How did we get there as servant leaders? Is this concept of serving people, wanting to meet their needs, to help them grow, to empower people, and to be a leader who does those things. How did we get to this place? It's because the perceptions around servant leaders and how we are supposed to act are strong. I mean, you know what I mean. We've all felt it that, well, that wasn't very nice. Is that something that a servant leader would do? I thought you were a servant leader. How could you insert whatever statement it is. The shoulds are heavy with servant leaders. We feel them that not only is there a proper way to do things, but when we don't, then there's judgment and perception that comes with that. And so as not to be bossy, as not to be that stereotypical traditional kind of boss or leader, we aim to avoid it as much as we can. And we cling to some of those perceptions, even when they go far beyond being helpful. Right? Servant leaders get the perception of being nice and people-pleasing because they're kind. Servant leaders get the perception of kind of being rose-colored optimists because we are always hopeful. And still sometimes we lean all the way into that servant heart so much so it becomes a bleeding heart because we're trying to avoid these other things. Now, this either-or doesn't help. And frankly, servant leaders have the opportunity to do and, but let's look at some things that have really separated this out. I want to bring to you a Forbes article. So this Forbes article is titled Traditional Leadership versus Servant Leadership. And it really amplifies the dilemma that you're feeling, that I was feeling with 
what it is to be a servant leader. Here's what it goes into. And now it, let me tell you, it doesn't actually delineate like, ooh, which one is better? But it, it clearly says that if you want to succeed in business, if you want to grow and have a successful, thriving, high-performing organization, enter servant leadership at your own risk. So here's what it says. In the article, it states, traditional leadership, the, in, in the traditional leadership approach, the leader encourages people to do their jobs by providing them with guidance, direction, motivation. The main focus of a traditional leader is to improve the business position of the company or the organization in the market. And it totally puts traditional leadership as that one, kind of the it's just business approach. Now, here's what it says about servant leadership. The article goes on and says, servant leadership occurs when the leader's main goal and responsibility is to provide service to their people. A servant leader focuses on the people that, now wait for it, a servant leader focuses on the people that are directly below them rather than the company as a whole. And this article and these two things right here further cement the servant leader dilemma that it has to be either or, that we either are focused on people or we're focused on the business and that we can't do both. This article reinforces that concept that we have in our mind and the perceptions that we have as servant leaders. The problem is, is that it's not true and it's not helpful. This servant leader dilemma, looking at things as either or, either people or the business, ultimately puts us in a place where it hurts our integrity, where we sacrifice some of the influence that we can earn, or it limits the impact that we're able to make both for the people and in the business. Let me tell you about how this played out for me. I was a rising leader. Uh, because of this identity and kind of approach as a servant leader, where I wanted to help people, where I wanted to say yes, where I was leading by example, where I was trying to do the right things for the right reasons, that type of approach, it led to uh, some really great results and some promotions. And I was able to continue to earn and gain more opportunities and places and positions to lead. And at every new place, there was a new challenge and being able to kind of help people over here, but then make sure all the business stuff was taken care of and keep these two kind of separate or just, just happy enough was starting to, to come at odds with each other. And I was really faced with this dilemma and struggling so much so that I get into a new position with new leaders. It's an executive level position and we're in a meeting and I think it's going great and we leave and my boss says, John, can I talk to you for a second? And I knew it wasn't really one of those like, oh, just these quick three things that have been on my agenda list, but it was going to be something deeper. And so we walked down the hall and he said, John, I know that you are a person who is honest and that cares about integrity. And frankly, he was right. And I had put a lot of my own leadership and servant leadership on that very kind of principle. And then he went and he said this, however, your inability to engage in conflict and to disagree with people in the room and not then just go do the thing that you want to do anyways, has us thinking that 
you're being dishonest and that you're doing these things on purpose. And to stay a part of this team and in this position, you need to work on that. <clears throat> and I kind of choked out like, <clears throat> okay, thank you. And then quickly exited stage left so that I could collect myself and figure out what do I do with this powerful, hard, wonderful feedback that my desire to keep people happy, to people please, to be nice, to show care, to help actually led to the place where I was avoiding some of the things that I had to do most, like tell the kind truth and engage in conflict and bring together the business needs with the strategy and the service of people. And my integrity was being questioned. My whole identity was being threatened. And this is the dilemma with servant leaders and with keeping it as an either or. Just like Forbes said that it is the goal of the traditional leader to improve the business position and it is the main goal of the servant leader to make sure that the people are served. And I'm here to tell you that as servant leaders, it's not an either or. That we have a whole lot of experience with and. We serve and we lead and that there is strength in the tension. So to move past this dilemma, the servant leader dilemma, replace either or with both and. And here's one of the ways that I'll outline this. And you can get more in the book, Redefine Your Servant Leadership. But as servant leaders, we don't just serve the business. We don't just serve people. We actually serve three things. And stay with me as we kind of wrap all of this into why most of us choose to serve and lead as servant leaders because we feel that there is a calling or a mission that we are on, a great purpose for the work that we do. We care deeply. We know that helping people is the path forward. And we also, because of our tireless work, because of leading by example, we know that results matter because the work we do matters to people we do it for. So let's talk about those three things that we replace the either or. It's not either people or business, but it is an and to solve our servant leader dilemma. And we serve three things as servant leaders. We serve the mission, that calling, that purpose, the reason the business, the organization exists and why you do the work that you do. That is what we serve. And through that, we are able to humble ourselves to it. We are able to see the path to helping people and making sure that we are serving them well. So number one, we serve the mission. Number two, we serve the people. As leaders, we act in a way that is for the benefit of other people. We serve them. And this is a part of helping them grow, empowering them, leading them to thrive. So yes, we serve the people. We serve the mission, we serve the people, and we serve the results. We serve the results. That's the performance. That is the business. And one of the ways that we actually serve the people is by helping them hold to those results, achieve those results by giving them the support that they need to be able to do that, by setting the expectations and by giving the support that they need. And these three things together with an and approach, not an either or, not separating, but holding that tension that it is to serve and to lead, serving the mission, the people, and the results actually create something completely new, not just this traditional leadership or what is put out there as servant leadership, where it is only this thing and not the company as a whole, that taking this approach of both and, let's just lay some of those both ends out. People 
and profit, kindness and conflict, empathy and action, leading by example and holding others accountable, doing things for the mission to also make money. When we hold these things together, this tension actually makes it stronger and it creates something completely new and different. And it creates a self-fulfilling cycle where now all of these can be met, the mission, the people, the results, by putting them in a proper priority order, by holding on to the and. We don't have to say it's people or business, but holding things together just informs how we do both of them. And that's the real strength inside of servant leadership. It informs what and how you lead. Y'all, if this servant leader dilemma, the feeling of being pulled in opposing directions and that neither one of them are producing the results that you want, that the work that you do deserves, go today to redefineyourservantleadership.com, get your preview chapter of the book and get ready because in January the book will publish and you can grab it and you can go through the process of redefining your servant leadership and you will discover the freedom, and the ability to amplify your integrity, your influence, and your impact so that the people you lead and the work that you do thrive. I hope you'll go grab it today. All right, Matthew, we are in the book section series of the Leadwell podcast. What question do we have today? The question today, John, is can you tell us more about who this book, Redefine Your Servant Leadership, is written for? Redefine Your Servant Leadership is for the person who is struggling with how do I practically lead as a servant in day-to-day business and life. It's for the servant leader who feels the pressure of all of the perceptions and judgments of how it has to be if you say you are a servant leader. And it's with the person who is trying to focus on the business and use that business as a way to serve people. Those folks are going to get the most out of this book and be walked through a process to redefine servant leadership so that they can do that, serve the mission, the people, and get tremendous results. Y'all, I hope you go download your copy. Pick up a book in January. I promise we'll keep telling you about it. And enjoy this special series of the Leadwell Podcast where we focus on servant leadership. Until next time, be well, lead on, and God bless.